0: You will hear news of things going wrong. You will hear news of difficulty. When you hear it, how do you respond? That's what I'm going to emphasize. Now, there's something we preached some time ago. That's what I want to use for our declaration for today. Let me just remind us, because those of us who have been studying the word here for some time, we have learned these things, so just for us, it's admonition. If you're hearing it for the first time, it's um, a teaching. Okay. Now, when the Lord gave the core commandments to Moses... He said, uh, there were 10 of them. And you know, we know all of them. That's in Exodus chapter 20, right? Uh, let's just flip there so that it will be like we are reading. Exodus chapter 20. He said to them, He said, the core commandments, the 10 commandments. I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. That's verse 2. Out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. That's verse 1. Number two, you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in the heaven heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. Now notice that. Verse five, you shall not worship them or serve them for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Jump down to verse um, seven. This is the third commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Now, please, let me explain this again. This is the law of the third commandment. Let me say something to us quickly about the commandments of God. There is a spirit behind every commandment. What I just want to bring out is that whether we are directly under the commandments of Moses or not, there is a spirit, because it's the same Father that gave the laws, and there is a spirit in it. And that spirit... It's what I want to bring out from that third commandment again. I've taught it here before. There is a spirit behind every commandment. One day I was watching um, a Christian TV channel and a man was teaching from the ten commandments. I'd never been blessed with those commandments like that before. The man explained when he said, that shall not covet thy neighbor's goods. Of course, the Bible was not saying we Christians should not start coveting. No, he wasn't saying that. But the man said this is how it applies to Christians. He was talking about the blessing of God. That I will bless you so much. If you walk with me, all right, that you will not need what somebody else has. <laughs> Are you getting my point? That you will not need to covet your neighbor's goods. And like the Bible says, what, which is more important, I will write my laws on your heart. Because of the spirit of Christ working in you, you love your brother so much, you don't want to deprive him of what he has. Okay, bear that in mind. Now, what I want to emphasize, however, is that third commandment again. This is how most of us interpret it. I have studied up and down and meditated. And this is my conviction. Now, first of all, before my conviction, this is how most people interpret it. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. So people say that don't use God's word, God's name as a swear word. When you say Jesus, people say, Don't use the name of God like that. You know, when you're, you know, people use God's name flippantly, just use it on the side. By the way, I if you, there's a way I swear in quotes, swear. You know what I mean? Swear words. My typical swear word is it's something I say, Jesus is Lord. Now I did that deliberately. I think it's, I continually declare the Lordship of Jesus. If a car has an accident and I'm watching, someone say, Ey oh I don't say Sanoba. I said, Jesus is Lord. And start watching out. That's and it's a deliberate habit I formed though. Is it de- so I just said no instead of using bad words, use a constant declaration. So that my own way of exclaiming now is that Jesus is Lord. Hey, Jesus is Lord. Who? Oh, Jesus is Lord. What you happen? Jesus is Lord. Ah, Jesus is Lord. Oikbelew, oh, Jesus is Lord. I think it's good. Oh, you don't think so? You know what these Muslims used to harass everybody? Every 5 a.m. they declare who is God. In fact, like one brother said, we should wake up at 4 30 and, and captivate the air first. <laughs> Just shout. In fact, like David Pawson said, brother should shout, there is no God but Abba. And Jesus Christ is his true son. You Muslims say that there's no, there no God but Allah. And Muhammad is his prophet. David pause, said, no. There is no God but Abba. Abba, Father. That's what he said. And Jesus is his true son. If you wake up at four thirty, try it, walk around, we move forward into the Sahara Desert. <laughs> the Lord is good. <laughs> now, just by the way, back to my message. So people say that a lot of time that um, don't you take the name of God in vain. So when people use it as exclamation, people say it is bad. So people who don't believe in God will say, Oh my God, you know you know stuff like that. And they don't believe, oh Jesus. And it's not said that um, that, is, um, that is taking the name of the Lord in vain. I don't, I'm not saying it's good. In fact, you shouldn't do that. I, I prefer the one I invented for myself. I declare the Lordship of Jesus when I need to exclaim. Okay? But that's not what the scripture was saying. I read from the, uh, the Young Literal Translation of the Holy Bible. A Young said something, which is what, and that's how. I came to that conclusion. And then I read it in order. What did Young say? He said that this is a literal Hebrew for that verse 7, which is the third commandment. Young said that, this is how he renders it, verse 7. Thou dost not take up the name of Jehovah thy God for a vain thing. That thing, that vanity, I don't believe is applying to the name of the Lord it was applying to the thing. What am I saying? You read through the, through the scriptures, the Bible always describes idols as a vain thing. I don't know whether i get getting my point. I didn't bother to say the scriptures, I didn't know I was going to use it. Idols are describing the scriptures as vain things. So what was he saying here? There are three commandments. The first commandment goes like this. You shall have no other God before me. I'm your only God. Number two, he says to them, you will not sit down and carve an image and say this is the image of the only God you have. Now, the three commandments are connected. Please, follow me. The first one is that your God is, like the modern way they write the name Jehovah, is Yahweh, all right? So, the Lord, okay, that's a simple English word, is your God. This God of Abraham. They said yes. So, there must be no Molech, there must, no, there, must, there must not be Obatala. There must not be Allah. There must not be any other God apart from him. So everybody said, fine. Then what is commandment number two? This God, who is the only God, don't carve him. Are you getting what i say? Don't make an image and claim that this is God in heaven. And don't make an image of any other thing on the earth it's an extension of the first commandment. Don't make an image of anything from uh, below the earth. So that don't even use the excuse that it is the God of heaven I'm worshiping. It's just that this is His image. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we now see a, a, an image and say that is Jehovah. This is Yahweh. This is the Lord, the God of Abraham. Right now the image. God said, don't ever do that. In fact, He told them later when Moses was speaking, Moses said, don't forget. When he spoke to you in Mount Sinai, you did not see a form. You only heard a voice. That's commandment number two. Don't make an image. The third commandment now is that, first, God is the only God. Two, don't make an image of him. Don't attempt it. And three, you are going to encounter images. Are you getting my point? When you come into that land, you will find a God they were worshipping before. They will have a beautiful temple to that God. Don't go there and remove their name and put the name of your God on it. That's why I say you shall not take the name of the Lord thy God and place it on a vain thing. That was the third commandment. It was not those where. No. It is when you... Because when you see modern day Christians, they did that a lot. They didn't get the spirit of this commandment. It's well, it's done everywhere. For example, the church tried to Christianize Europe. So they took all the pagan idols and placed the name of God on them. December 25th became the best of Jesus. That was never the best of Jesus. In fact, David Paulson says it is ungodly to celebrate it. That God hates it, the idea. That Christmas nauseates him. We took Easter, the festival, to one goddess or God and took away their names and said it is the resurrection of Jesus. We took the name of our Lord and placed it on a vain festival. Broke the third commandment, the spirit of the third commandment. We do all kinds of things in Christianity. What God was saying is that when you get to that land, you will find idols. Don't take, don't remove their name. Let me put it like this. Don't sanctify their idols. You can't sanctify the idols. When you find the idols, break them. Break their altars. Break their temples. Remove the memory of them. Don't let them survive. Because the way by which they survive is we change their names. Do you know Christians who take business principles of the world, bring it to a church, sanctify it. <laughs> we do it all the time. We do it all the time. You it? Have you heard this joke before? To make you laugh. It's a joke. There was one man, a Catholic, those early days. Good Friday, Bobo, they hungry. The only thing he had to eat was meat. And since being a Catholic, he was not supposed to eat meat. So he did a maneuver. So when the Reverend Father came, he said, Ah, Brother Paul, how can you, a Catholic, be eating meat on Good Friday? So Brother Paul said, This is not meat. What is this? He said it is fish. He said, Ah, you added another one too. You are not telling lies. He said, "Renfather, this is not meat. This is fish. He said, Before you came here, my name was Uchena. You poured water on me and said I am now poor. <laughs> I have poured water on this one. It is no longer meat. I call it fish. Are you getting my point? <laughs> <laughs> now, many times, that's what we Christians do. We take something from the world, bring it to church, adapt it, give it a Christian name, and we'll start propagating it as if it's Christian doctrine. That is breaking the spirit of the third commandment. Yes, and that way we do it, subtly, sort- for us Christians. You saw that thing I told you that I, I I I wrote for my children. I said the first line is that we have a father in heaven. The reason why I emphasize is that I am a, an earthly father to them, but they must recognize that I am not the real father. The real father is in heaven. They must recognize that I am not the supplier, I am the messenger. I am not the provider. I am the messenger. They must not take the name of the Father in heaven and place it on the Father on the earth. I don't know whether you're getting my point. I am a messenger. So if I bring food in, I bring money in, I am not a provider. He is the provider. I am his messenger. They must learn that. They must not take the name of the Lord, their God, the Father in heaven, and place it on a human being. That was why Jesus said, don't call anybody Father. That's what he was trying to explain. Don't look at anything as a source for your life. You're working somewhere, they are paying you regularly, they are paying you heavily, whatever it is. Look at the place as an instrument, not the source. The economy is not the source. When we are so fixated, that's why I tell Christian, before you run up and down, and say I'm in Nigeria, I'm going to do something anyway, Ask yourself, why? Am I saying, listen, these are the reasons why Christian moves. One. Well, let me just put a few reasons. One, am I going to be, am I going to a place because I believe that that is God's assignment for my life? Do you get my point? Or or as part of that, a place where I'm supposed to be trained so that I will execute my assignment for my life? That is one. Another one is, where am I going to be a blessing to people? Am I improving my ability to bless people or am I increasing my ability to enjoy myself? Demas has departed from me. (laughs) Remember, having fallen in love with this present age, we must be careful as Christians that we don't behave like Demas. Another thing we check before we go anywhere is... Now, that's one that a lot of people will now start saying that the Lord, my spirit, said not my spirit now. There must be evidence that the Lord communicated a special direction to me, if it's applicable there. And this must be tested by spiritual seniors. Yes. As people all their life, they wanted to go to maybe UK or America. So and their spirit starts saying to them, your spirit will say to you what you want to do. Now what I'm going to say, it must never be that a Christian says, I will prosper better there. The economy is better suited for prosperity. For us, prosperity comes from what? Above. It comes from God. This is a matter of faith. This is how we reason. We must never put the name of the Lord our God on a vain thing. You don't put his name on your job. You don't put his name on your certificate. You don't put his name on your connection. You don't put his name on the economy of the nation or any nation of the earth. You must never. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that these are the idols of the people. They have eyes they don't see. They have ears. They don't hear. He said they have feet. I mean, they can't walk. All of that. He now said this. Those who worship them become like them. If you place your faith in a human system, the day it collapses, you must collapse with it. God will not even deliver you. It will will be wrong of him. If you put your faith in a human system, the day it collapses, you collapse with it. That's why as a Christian, you must be very, very careful. Don't put your faith in any human system. You're breaking the third commandment of God. When you look at a human being or a human system as a source, like I said earlier, God uses people. The job you have right now is what? A messenger. It's a messenger. You get to work one day and you've been fired. How do you respond? Ah! My life has gone to an end. That's a lot of, That's a When they have very good paying jobs, they're like, ah, I thought from here my children will go to this school that they want to die. A Christian just looks and says, The Lord gave, the Lord has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You don't cry over a job you lost. It's forbidden for a believer. The Lord gives, the Lord takes. Faith, people say that God does not take. That's not true faith. True faith understands that sometimes He takes. And it's in the Bible. He takes away the first to establish the second. So if a first gets taken away, I relax. Because I know that one is not God. That's why it can move. It's only the word of God that does not shake. Are you getting my point? It's God's word that does not shake. But material things, they move. So if we lose a job today, That one has gone. The God that was using that job has not gone. He remains the supplier. We must never take the name of the Lord and place it on a vain thing. A job is a vain thing. A certificate is a vain thing. Connection is a vain thing. The economy of nations, vain things. Human structure, vain things. Investment in the stock market, vain thing. Savings in a bank account, vain. vain thing. Forex you bought and hid in a wardrobe, vain thing. The one you bought and hid inside a pot, inside the, the yard at the back, vain thing. Once it's on, if you like investing in gold, vain thing. Everything you see on the earth, vain things. I hope you are getting my point. Yes. And I say you must never take the name of the Lord your God and place it what on what? A vain thing that's a message for today so how do we respond in the time of adversity it is simple we magnify the Lord we remind the economy of who is God we remind our pocket of who God is that who is God not who God is now we remind the, our pocket Naira is not God the price of dollar is not God God is God God the Father of my Lord Jesus Christ is God My father, God, he is God. What is God? And I say what, and I didn't say who. What? What? What is God? God is the person who supplies your need. If you go to a hospital and say, I want to see a doctor, you expect him to check what is wrong and decide what is wrong and prescribe an appropriate treatment. When you use the title God also, it means who determines my future, who supplies my need, who makes me productive. Who brings forth good out of my life? Who brings forth good into my life? That is the person that is called God. It is not an economy. I hope you are getting my point. And how do we respond? Like Peter, back to Peter Matter now. Instead of looking at the wind, am I going to fall? I will not fall. Will I sink or not sink? No, I declare to the wind that you do not have the power to kill and to make a life. That's how you respond to the wind that wind, you don't have the power to kill or to make alive. Listen, let me just say this again. That our response as believers is crucial. I say it again and again. When Job went through all his calamity, what was the issue? What will he say? That's it. What will Job say? Will he say, I, I, I know that this country was a bad idea. <laughs> Job said, "Listen, I know Marydima liveth That if you go and see Job's only issue is that it's between me and God. Though, whatever he said I should do. When he's when he tired of getting angry, he will recover from the anger. He did not cross his mind that you know these Sabians are wicked people. Go and read it. The Sabians they, they, they killed the servant and took his goods. He did not utter his open his mouth and say the Sabians are bad people." They were raiders that took his things. He was not angry with them. Natural disaster, he didn't say it's global warming. You know, modern day now, human beings now think that they are God. When everywhere is too hot, they say it's global warming. Why is it warm? Why is the warm gloomy or the global warming? We just <laughs> 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 they say it's because. <laughs> it is because. You are driving cars, I'm um, using co- uh, firewood, I'm burning fossil fuels. And if you say it's not true, they say you're a naysayer. They give you a name so that people won't listen to you. What they are saying is that man is God. If man burns too much fossil fuel, globe will warm. If they don't burn much, the globe will cool down. And when you hear the talk, this is talk of humanism we are God. I can't, you can't be a Christian and believe that talk. You are putting the name of the Lord on a vain thing. I don't want to go into that talk now. There's enough evidence to show that all of these are lies. The first day I heard it, incidentally, that one of the ones I heard, was, it, was this guy Frederick Plankton or something. Or Plankton, what's that guy's name? Frederick Plankton? Yes, on CNN. He pointed out that when Eric the Red first arrived in Greenland, it was called Greenland. Why? It was green. Right now, it's not green anymore. It's covered with what? Snow. That tells you that when Eric the Red first settled in Greenland over 200 years ago, the place was warm, but now it is cold. And they have evidence of the kind of fruits that used to grow in Europe that don't grow there anymore because it's now cold. It used to be warm. But they, they won't discuss this evidence. No, go and investigate. It's there. A NASA scientist wrote a book on it that the world was not always this cold. There was a time it was much warmer, and we're not there driving motocasio. What humans have done is to take the name of the Lord and place it on vain humans. Job never blamed anybody. Job said it is between me and my God. So when there's calamity, look to the eyes of God. Look up to the hands of God. Don't blame the former president. Don't blame anybody. If God said, at this season, I am going to shake the heavens and the earth, everything will be shaken. We do not place the name of the Lord our God on a vain thing. What do we do? In every situation in our life, we declare God's name. That's what I'm trying to say. We magnify the Lord. Life is always saying, talk. Then what do we do? We say, this is what I'm going to say. I know my Redeemer liveth. We magnify the Lord. David said, "Magnify the Lord with him, with me. Let us praise His name together." Let's start to our feet. We're watching our time. Have your piece of paper again. I want us to declare before we start praying again. I always like us to declare the word of God concerning our rights to pray. As we begin to declare, let's first of all declare the righteousness of God. One, two, okay, wait, everybody bring out your paper. All right, as we start our prayer, let's declare the righteousness of God. One, two, go. I enter into the presence of the Father as a renewed child of God. I have been made righteous by the power of the blood of Jesus, and I give him the praise for it. I have not come in the power of the good works I have done, I have come only because of the grace and mercy which I have through Christ Jesus. I thank the Lord for loving me. I thank the Lord for washing me. I thank the Lord for making me worthy to stand before him. I have come in the company of my brethren who are also washed, who are also clean. We are a company of children of God who are declared righteous by faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. All right. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Now, let's just magnify God briefly, all right? And what to just do, just repeat what I'm saying. Now, let's say, let's declare who is the source of life. Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father is our source of life. Material things is not where our life comes from. When we talk about life, we mean the vitality inside us. Why do we breathe? It's not because you jog around the Square. You can jog and jog and collapse and die around the Square. I hope you know that. Yes, I mean, football players have died on the football f- pitch. We have a statue in Lagos, Samuel Okwaraji. He was playing football, I think, in 1987, or is it 86? I think it was 86, 87. Yes, and in Lagos there, and he collapsed and he died. Fabrice or Patrice Mwamba collapsed while playing. Thank God he did not die. All right, so if you can't be fitter by jogging by those men. Those men run for a living. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. So it is not our exercise. Material things is not what keeps us alive. Let's declare... What where our source of life is, who our source of life is. Alright? Let's declare the word. We say, Lord, you are the source of my life. You are my life. You are the reason why I breathe. You are the, why you are the bread that I breathe. You are my everything. Now listen to the word of God. He said Jesus said like this Abide in me. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. For apart from me, you can do nothing. That is the foundation for what we are declaring. Is what God has said is based upon that that we declare what we are all declaring. Therefore, let's declare. Say, I declare, I declare that, apart you, Lord, that apart from you, Lord, I am nothing. I, am nothing. I, can, achieve nothing. I can achieve nothing. I cannot do anything. I cannot do anything. Outside of you, Outside of you I, am I am nothing because you are the source of my life. Very important. Listen to this again. Let's declare this. Who, is this. who is our provider? Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. Now, this is important. It's not your job. It's not your connection. I said I'm teaching my children to know that. Food does not come from daddy. doesn't come from mommy. Food comes from who? The heavenly father. That's why I want to teach them to recite it. I have a father in heaven. Not this daddy I can see the one that is in heaven. Let's never forget it. So when you have, if you have a crisis, you lack money, sometimes that is because my uncle is not helping. What you have done is to take the name of the Lord and place it on an uncle. These are my friends. They forgot me. You took the name of the Lord and place it on your friends. I hope you are getting my point. Ah, my relatives, I don't know. You know where I come from? The people are very wicked. You took the name of the Lord and place it on the people that are your relatives. They are not the reason why you don't have something. God will raise help from afar. Somebody say amen. Amen. You know the reason why Joseph was not remembered for for two years? Because God said the time to remember him has not yet come. Until you forgive people, you are not going to prosper. Until you stop thinking, say, don't worry, one day I will prosper and show that man. poverty. that is... What about you? We follow you up and down. You're not prospering in life to show anybody. You're prospering in life, listen, to do the will of God, to enjoy doing the will of God, and to help somebody else do the will of God. My prosperity is not to make any statement to any human being. say, If I told you that, time." <laughs> <laughs> that toying is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Some people, when they, when they have money, they go and help somebody to show they can help them. So how much do you need? (laughs) Just to show that, you see, you thought I wouldn't prosper. Ah, I have, no, no, no. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. Somebody is not helping you today. It's not because, I mean, that's not the reason why you are not achieving what you are supposed to achieve. It is because God has not yet said, it is time. When God says it is time, nobody can stop that. Once God, you and God, you look at each other and say, Father, what did you say? The Lord said it is time. And you go out and say, yes, it's my time. Forget it. Nobody can stop it. They will change government for your sake. Amen. There are policies, I believe, will change because of me. But the one we can give as a testimony all the time is the one that's out there, Tunde Bakari's story. God said it is time. You know how God did that? He had him fired from his job. This was after his pastor then, Pastor e. Adibui, prayed for him that God will help him prosper. He said, sir, pray for me. The man prayed for him. That week, they fired him from his work. He came back and said, sir, I thought, I said you should pray that you should prosper. Not like this. <laughs> and the man of God started laughing. And he said, what is funny? He said, the kind of blessing you ask God for, nobody pays such as salaries. So he said, okay, go and start your own business. The man is a lawyer. And he said, sir, you have forgotten that if I'm in Nigeria as a professional, the years of experience I have, I'm not allowed to stand on my own. And Pastor Yadipo, told him that we well, have nothing else to say. The man went home. One of those days, he tuned the TV, and he heard that the military government at that time just wiped out that decree that said people like him couldn't stand on their own. After that, every professional, you're allowed to stand on your own. He went and started his own business, and the first brief he got paid him two years' salary at a go. I found out, I to him last week, that in the 80s, one day God paid a millionaire. In the 80s. When God says it's your time, you know what that means? It's your time. Nobody can stop it. Who is the provider? Everybody say, the Lord is my shepherd. shepherd. I shall not want. want. A A good economy is not my provider. The Lord is my provider. A good, a good job is not my provider. The Lord, is my provider. The Lord is, my provider. My is my provider. My Heavenly Father is my provider. Say, treasures laid up in the bank is not a provider. The the not a provider. Say, my Father alone is the provider. Say, my Lord Jesus, He is the bread that came down from heaven. And I feast on that bread. And I, feast on that bread. And I am satisfied. Say, my father is my provider. My heavenly father is my provider. Not my job. Not my job. He provides for the birds of the air. And he dresses up the flowers of the field. Say it again, he is the provider. Is the provider. Say, I will not take his name and place it on a vain thing. I say, the I say before the heavens, my job is not the provider. I The economy of Nigeria is not my provider. The economy of of America is not my provider. My My friend abroad is not the provider. My 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 earthly father is not the provider. My heavenly father is my provider. provider. I will not place the name of my God on a vain thing. Say to the Lord, I will not displease you to get promotion. I will not displease you to get promotion. Say to the Lord, Lord, Lord I will not displease you to keep a job. I will not displease you to keep a job. Say Lord, Lord I will not lie, I will not lie to, get a job. to get a job. Let me tell you something. That's how people bow to other gods. They want to feel visa interview? <laughs> Suddenly, you start telling lies. I'm married, you are not married. One of my brothers and I, he lives in the US, we were talking the other day. He said, Can you remember so-and-so and so, brother? I said, Yes. He said, I went to South America and disappeared. I said, So and I said, What about the other brother, brother? He said, I wonder where he is now. I said, That guy, I remember him when and I mentioned the name he was bearing that time. You can imagine that okay I said, you okay, know, I'm traveling abroad, where's your passport? I said, inside it, Dan Ladibaku. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, That brother has disappeared. Because we will take the name of the Lord and place on another thing. Next time we'll continue. I'm just watching our time. Because what we need to do is to declare and magnify the Lord. If you look at your body, say to the sickness, God is a healer. So nobody can say to you, this one is not curable. Are you getting my point? You say whatever the situation, whatever the situation around you, magnify God in that situation. Don't talk about your situation to God all the time. Talk about God to your situation. I mean, God has heard enough of it. It's the other thing that needs to hear. Some people, they they believe that God, you know, they say doctors are next to God. Have you heard that thing before? I hope you know it's a lie. Doctors are just human beings. I'm a teacher of doctors, man. Fear those guys, man. (laughs) Some of these medicals, when they graduate, I'll just look. Somebody will lie down, you hold knife over the person. Now, Wow. (laughs) Well we ask them two questions, they don't even know what we are talking about. One of my doctors said that he passed exam, not a big guy, senior registrar. I fired him three questions. He was talking to us. I said, I will withdraw your pass. Yeah, they will sign papers and people will be feeling that a yeah, go- doctor has spoke. Doctors are not next to God, though. They are just another set of human beings. When you have problems, magnify the Lord. Take a day and talk to your issues. About God. Say so you? You know? You are not my God. The doctor is not my God. If you like to pay me from now to tomorrow, I won't cry because of you. <laughs> After a while, the spirit will say, This guy is this girl is wicked. I'm gonna afflict another kinder person. The person will be massaging the pain. He'll say, Yes, it's been paining me for two days, I've not gone to work, I'm still unconscious. <laughs> you heard that joke before? <laughs> the fellow who sent the text with your guy at work. I said, sorry, I can't come to work. I had an accident. I'm still unconscious. <laughs> 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 Thanks, message to the boss. <laughs> oh, the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. I think we'll continue from that particular point. all right. It's very important. I want us to magnify God. I want us to magnify him. But especially in the face of economic shaking, to keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Every day, magnify the Lord before you go out. When you get to your office, remember, write your chant. Write your incantation. Remember that? Yes, sir. Write, it. write your declarations. Write something that every day in your office, everybody who comes in there, they want to pray. Write your declarations. Declare it over the, the, the office. Write your declarations for your family. Write for yourself. Update it periodically. You don't start speaking in tongues. There's no need to speak. I hope you are getting my point. When there is something to say, say it. Christians, a lot of you know this holy ghost speaking in tongues thing. A lot of uh, serious abuse, not abuse of all kinds of things. Abuse of the blood of Jesus. Day, you know that one. Yes, all my my enemies, the blood of Jesus. That is nonsense. What did I call it? Around rubbish. Ah, I can not just be pouring the blood of Jesus on enemies. Is it good? Blood of Jesus is for yourself, your heart, your conscience. To purge you, to clean you. Holy Ghost fire on your head. Say amen. amen. You know the word of God. How can you go and be shouting Holy Ghost fire on your enemies? You will be anointed, you will have nothing. <laughs> Tomorrow night, I jump for business. Now, the guy who wins the contract. You are wondering. You are the one that sent Holy Ghost fire upon my enemies. The guy comes with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Better collect your father of the Holy Spirit back. Home. Go home, tell your parents, say, Daddy, Mommy. We need to recover something. <laughs> say what? Our fire of Holy Spirit. That will send into to our enemies. The same way people speak tongues that are not necessary sometimes. There are times you need to speak words that you understand. Take the word of God and declare this is what God is doing in my life. I Hope you've got my point. Yes, the Lord is good. All Let's magnify God again. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My Father, my father is, my is my everything. He's my supplier. He's my healer. He's my protector. He's my defense. He's my keeper. He's my my life. life. Father, we give you thanks. Just give him thanks in your own words. Give him thanks in your own words. Give him thanks in your own words. Magnify the name of the Lord. Say, thank you. You are the forgiver of my sins. You are my righteousness. Because of you, I have been made righteous. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. All right, please let's uh, share the grace for those.